Hello, friends. Welcome to the first installment of Ray Keating's Authors and Entrepreneurs podcast. I'm Ray Keating, your host, and I'm also the author of the Pastor Stephen Grant novels, which are available, of course, at Amazon.com in both paperback and for the Kindle. Also, signed books can be purchased over at RayKeatingOnline.com. In addition, I'm a nonfiction book author, uh, a columnist, and an economist. For good measure, I taught MB, uh, MBA students for 10 years, and I taught them about entrepreneurship, innovation, the economy, and assorted management topics. So now, with your help and support, I'm adding a podcast into this mix, and it's mainly targeted at readers and book lovers in general, authors and people who want to be authors, entrepreneurs and people who want to be entrepreneurs. But as you can tell from the title, it's very much focused on exploring and discussing the importance of authors as entrepreneurs and what that means for the authors themselves, as well as for the reading public. Each show will be different. I'll often have a guest to interview, and I've got some uh, great folks in mind. I've touched base with a couple uh, very interesting folks, to say the least. Other times, it'll just be me exploring an issue or issues, and that's actually the case with this first podcast. Yeah, I'm rolling the dice with just me uh, in the first outing. So today, I'm going to touch on two things. First, uh, I'm going to do a quick take on my background in writing, so you know where I'm coming from. And second, we're going to drive home this point that every author is, in fact, an entrepreneur. So let's roll. Um, as for my experience, uh, I started writing as a columnist for the New York City Tribune. I did that for over two years. Most of the time, it was a weekly column on policy issues, cultural issues, and so on. And then guess what? The New York City Tribune went out of business. Um a few years later, uh, I became a weekly columnist uh, with Newsday, the largest uh, newspaper, one of the largest suburban newspapers in the country. I did that for 11 years. Uh, I stopped doing it because they said to me, hey, Ray, we'd like you to continue doing the column, but we don't want to pay you any money. And I was like, yeah, that's not really going to work for me. So I immediately, actually, after finishing up with Newsday, went over to Long Island Business News, and I wrote a weekly column there for another seven years. And guess what? It ended the same way. We'd like you to continue, but we're not going to give you any money. And I said, no, that's okay. Thanks. Um, it, this is all obviously very much uh, the development or decline of the newspaper business. Uh, currently, I do write a regular column over at realclearmarkets.com, and I've been doing that since uh, late 2016. I also work in the world of public policy. I've been writing as an economist for more than 25 years now. That includes a combination of op-eds, policy papers, policy books, uh, shorter analyses on the economy, assorted policies and legislation, entrepreneurship, and so on. Um, I've also written five nonfiction books. Uh, the two latest, the first, <laughs> first three were by the numbers books. DC by the numbers, New York by the numbers, uh, US by the numbers. Uh, but then I actually delved into words. Um, so the last two nonfiction books, uh, one was titled Unleashing Small Business Through IP, The Role of Intellectual Property in Driving Entrepreneurship, Innovation, and Investment. And the other, uh, Chuck versus the Business World, Business Tips on TV. And that was based on the NBC television show, Chuck. 
So I love Chuck. If you like Chuck, then go read uh, Chuck versus the business world uh, available again at amazon.com. And finally, as mentioned, uh, I'm a novelist. So far, I've written seven Pastor Stephen Grant novels. The first was Warrior Monk and the most recent Lion Hearts. Uh, I'm writing the next one right now. I have plans actually for several more along with a spinoff series and assorted short stories. So I really do love writing fiction. Um, all I need really is more time to do it. Uh, how did I get into that? You know, after writing newspaper columns and policy stuff, how did I get into the fiction realm? It's an interesting story. Actually, I'll tell it real quick. A uh, person I've worked with for many years uh, one day told me that there was a new priest at her parish uh, in Virginia and she said that the priest used to work at the CIA. I thought that was kind of cool. So I filed that away. Um, thought maybe if I ever write my novel one day. And then while I was writing for Newsday, um, I was covering a James Bond conference at Hofstra University uh, for several days, which was great fun. And I discovered that uh, when I was there that I uh, Ian Fleming published his first James Bond story at about the same age that I was at the time. So I filed my column on the conference and I started working on my first novel. Um, and Warrior Monk was published in 2010. And as I said, there have been seven Pastor Stephen Grant novels total and more on the way. So I have varied writing experiences. You know, it's very different writing thrillers or mysteries, policy books, uh, policy papers and analysis, uh, newspaper and online columns, op-eds. These are all very different realms of writing, uh, very different types of writing. So that's helped me in looking at uh, various writing markets and better understanding different aspects of, of writing, uh, hopefully to my benefit and advantage. That brings us to uh, the fact that Authors are entrepreneurs. Um, this this point that I want to drive home at the very outset. So we know what authors do. And by the way, I've got a cold, so I'm kind of working through a stuffed up nose here. So I apologize if I sound a little uh, stuffy or breathy. Anyway, uh, we know what authors do, right? They, of course, write. <laughs> they, they write books, articles, columns, blogs, and so on. Meanwhile, what's an entrepreneur? Um, Entrepreneur An entrepreneur both owns and operates a business. So the entrepreneur is not a passive shareholder, for example, in a company. Uh, the entre An entrepreneur does not manage uh, a business or a department for someone else. Entrepreneurs actually take on the financial and business risks and uncertainties of ownership, and they actively run the business. Okay, so how are authors then entrepreneurs, Keating, you might be asking? Well, let's take a sip of my Snapple first and continue on. Well, first, you know, creating a book, for example, is very much like launching a startup. Uh, you know, something totally new. Uh, authors' creations are, in effect, their products. Uh, they also, the way authors work with others to take the book, take a book or an article uh, from the computer screen or keyboard, if you will, uh, to the public. 
they work with a whole host of people. But now, no matter what path uh, you choose or who you work with, you as the author, you're still the owner, if you will. So again, let's zero in on book authors uh, to drive home this point. So let's say you decide to work uh, with a traditional publisher. Uh, Great. So you land a book contract and off you go. But remember, you're still the owner operator, if you will, of that book. You own the copyright. You're, you're the, uh, uh, you're the person that uh, still in effect, ultimately uh, calls the shots in terms of the, the creation. And you have essentially, uh, if you want to look at it this way, hired the publisher to get that book uh, out to the public to market it, to, you know, produce it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we're going to get into in a later episode uh, today with technological changes and so on, uh, the benefits of going with a traditional publisher versus indie publishing. Well, so we'll get into those differences later on, but let's focus now on the indie publishing end of things, self-publishing. I prefer indie publishing. That's the full entrepreneurial experience. You are not only the writer, creator, but you are the publisher. So it's up to you um, to get the editing done, right? Whether you do it yourself or you hire someone, um, or maybe you know somebody that does it for free, which is a great deal. My wife happens to be my editor. She's the English major in the family, so it works out really well. So anyway, you have to get somebody to edit your work. Uh, You need cover design. You need somebody to do the interior layout, Uh, marketing and sales, you know, social media, uh, book talks, advertising, et cetera. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, So there are uh, people willing to help to do what you are no good at, right? So that, and that's a key point for uh, entrepreneurs and authors. You have to know what you're good at. And then you have to get others to do the other stuff, if you will. Oftentimes, uh, you know, in the world of business and entrepreneurs, somebody that starts up a business, they're doing everything. And as the business grows, just by necessity, uh, you know, the time restraints and so on, they can't really do everything, but they have a tough time letting go and, uh, and getting someone else in the door to do it. But the best entrepreneurs understand that. They understand their strengths and weaknesses Um, They focus on, you know, doing the things they're best at and then bringing in somebody else uh, to make up for those weaknesses. So these are things that authors uh, have to do as well as entrepreneurs, uh, and they have to to learn to do it. Um, Also, you know, at the base, um, if you want to call it the starting point, you know, most writers, if you're writing, for example, Uh, a fiction book or a nonfiction book, you have an outline. You have a book outline to guide your writing. Um, As an entrepreneur, authors right alongside the book outline need a business plan, uh, a plan to get your book to readers. So it's a critical thing. Um, Again, if if you're looking, listen, if you're just looking to write a book for the sake of saying I wrote a book and you don't care how many copies it sells. Well, that's fine. Good for you. You accomplish what you wanted to do and and that's fantastic. But if you do have some sort of uh, sales goals, um, then 
you need to be serious, I think, about having a business plan go along with your book outline. My impression in general is that most writers don't like the business end of things. I'm fortunate because I come from an economist business background. Again, I taught MBA students for 10 years. I've worked uh, for a small business group as a chief economist for, oh my goodness, a very long time, 22 plus years and counting. Um, so I, you know, I, I like the business end of things. I find it interesting. Uh, so if you, again, if you're serious about setting and reaching some sales goals, no matter how big or small, then you need to embrace, uh, then the author needs to embrace his or her role as entrepreneur. Um, you know, in the end, understand again that, that entrepreneurs own and operate their own businesses. That's exactly what authors do. Uh, your books are your passion, of course, your creations, but they are also your business. Uh, you are the owner of your books, if you will, and you need to to work to make sure that they're a success. And that means uh, you need to learn as much as you can about the book business. Um, and we're going to go into that, various aspects of the book business uh, in future podcasts. Uh, but, you know, make no mistake, if you look at the uh, the entrepreneur business side of being an author as a drudgery, then that's exactly what it will be. And you won't do a very good job at it. Uh, think about, you know, anytime you go into uh, an endeavor, dreading it, hating it, um, it, it rarely turns out uh, very well. So, you know, in terms of this entrepreneur aspect of being an author, uh, you really need to embrace it enthusiastically, understanding that you need to do this and you need to do it in a way that it's just natural to put the, uh, the words of the author, uh, and the work of the entrepreneur, uh, together, that these things go together naturally. So have fun with it. Enjoy it. Um, uh, so, and understand you can't, again, um, even if you are fortunate enough to have, for example, a contract with a big publisher for your book, that's great. But they, in effect, work for you. You're still uh, the author entrepreneur. Um, but for the rest of us who are, for example, in the indie publishing end of things, and we'll talk about, again, small publishers versus big publishers versus indie publishers and another podcast. But just for now, um, uh, you know, understand that you have to embrace this idea of being uh, an entrepreneur Uh, in future podcasts. Again, we're going to explore the details of being an entrepreneur, author, entrepreneur, uh, and a heck of a lot more. Uh, We're fortunately going to going to hear from author entrepreneurs, if you will, in interviews, And hopefully in the end, you'll enjoy and get some value out of listening. Um, That's the goal here. Um, And uh, I hope uh, there can be some pluses that come out in the end. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. And until the next installment of Ray Keating's Authors and Entrepreneurs podcast, enjoy reading, writing, and entrepreneurship. Uh, God bless and take care.